Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. He got so many two-time Grammy award winning. Like that alone right there is a statement piece in the industry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just just the accomplishment in that alone. Over 30 million records sold. That's unheard of for a lot of people. Not to mention your debut album came out and we're talking a million like platinum straight out the gate. Yeah. You know. With all of the accomplishments that you had, man, you know, it, it's it's a lot of people that know you for the crazy bone that was, you know, in the middle of the stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. with the mentality that you got now, that's what I'm really focused on. Because we already know you the big dog. You've you you you've done so much stuff in your career. Right yeah. now, I, just, I think a lot of people need to get in touch with what's going on with crazy bone today. So go ahead and, yeah. and, and let the people know, man, what you've been working on. Man, I've been working on like several different things, you know. Um, uh, just, 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 just let all our fans know I'm actually here in Hawaii right now, meeting, you know, with all my bro- with all my Bone brothers, and you know, we plotting and planning, man, for the future. Got some real big surprises coming, you know. So we decided to come out here and like spend some spend some time on ourselves, you know. what I'm saying and just. Just focus, you know what I'm saying. So that's one thing we doing for the for the new year. And uh, man, uh, uh, I'm uh, I've been working this podcast, man. My, you know my podcast, Truth Talks. Absolutely, we are gonna talk about it. Yes, it's really been catching some traction. That's one of the things I've been focusing on. And, um, and also my uh, my Spread the Love Foundation. You know what I'm saying. I'm in the process of building the Bone Thugs and Harmony Academy, Ohio Hip Hop Museum, and all these things for the city of Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? It's, and it's moving along very, very well. So, yeah, I've been very, very busy, man, and just, you know, uh, uh, this, um, and also working on music as well. So it's not Absolutely. You got a new uh, project coming out soon, correct? Yes, indeed. I got one out now. Crazy Melodies is out, and I'm getting ready to drop the volume two to that very soon. Yes, indeed. Awesome, awesome, man. So... I definitely want to dig in a little bit about what you had going on in your past, and, and I don't want to overlook anything because I know a lot of people have got a lot of questions for you, man. And 
you've been doing this for so many years. You experienced in the game. I'm quite sure that at this point in your career, there's probably no question you really haven't been asked before yet. So we're going to get you to the point where let's let's talk a little bit of wisdom, you know, with all of the experience that you've gained over the years. Uh, when you first came into the game, not even first, I just want to say your debut album, um, you know, Thug Mentality back in 1999. If you had a message for that crazy bone back then, with the wisdom and the knowledge that you have today, what would you tell that person? Man, I would be like, man, slow down. I tell the whole group, like, y'all need to slow down, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, and focus on business in the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? That's that, you know, because, like, when you first come in, you, 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 you young, you wild. You know what I'm saying? You into being that celebrity that you just became, and your focus is really not on business. Your focus is just on really being a celebrity, making music, and just shining. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, you know what I'm saying? And, but you know what I'm saying? That's that's definitely one thing I would tell myself. So, absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent I mean, at the age y'all came in, so young, man, I think it was just a lot going on very fast. You know, it just kind of it just hit y'all at one time. Honestly, there's really no way to prepare for that kind of success um, at that speed. No, man, it really ain't. And, it, and and if you think about it, you know, it was you know our like us getting on the whole the whole situation was crazy. Us meeting Easy E, and then when we finally met him. It's like we was only with Easy for a few months, like not less than a year, right before he, before he passed away. So it was like. It's all it's 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 always been a roller coaster in our in our lives from trying to make it to making it just being in the business always. So So when you first got into everything, man, what were your goals? Like, you know, everybody where they come from, they all got this idea, this dream that they want to do. What was that dream for you? I mean, you know, we 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 basically had like everything mapped out. We knew once we got on, we was going to go back and get everybody that we was affiliated with, which was the Mothug family at the time. You know what I'm saying? We went back and we did that. We established a record label in Cleveland. And you know what I'm saying? It was like, it, it, you know, we, we put a few albums out and they blew up. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, we we, we, we did all that just watching and imitating what we saw Easy do, not right. having him there. You know what I'm saying? So that's all we could do was watch and see, but like I said, we didn't have the we didn't have the business savvy that we needed to have back then. Gotcha. And, and is it true that you know when you first started out in Cleveland, there wasn't a lot of support, a lot of doubt, and then when you made it, you guys had to circle back around and let everybody know what was up. Is that true? I mean, you know, um, in the city, I mean, we it really wasn't no like where we was from. It really wasn't no naysayers. Like it was like oh. Them niggas ain't gonna make it, you know what I'm saying? Cause we was cool with everybody in the hood and everybody was cheering us on, you know what I'm saying? Like we told we told the hood, we like, yeah, when we leave here, we coming back with Easy E and the video crew. And that's exactly what we did. We wow. didn't know we was gonna do it, but it happened, like for real. Absolutely. <laughs> we <was> just talking. <laughs> Man, I had to been crazy. I was just talking and then it actually happened, you know. Yeah. At, at that point. You know, what did that change for you as far as like your your vision for the future when that when that moment in time took place? Man, it was just like I mean, you know, basically right there. I mean, we wasn't even really thinking about our future. We was just we was living in the moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We was like enjoying the newfound success and just like 
like everybody, you like this is this is never gonna end. We just living the life and it's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just that euphoric feeling, man. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's just what it was. Like we was we, we was just in that moment. Absolutely. Now on this show, we like to talk about the journey to success, overcoming obstacles. Uh, what were some of the challenges you faced in your early days of your career? And how did you stay focused on the music when there was like so much going on in the hip hop culture at that time? I mean, I'm talking like during the, the Biggie and Tupac beef and y'all managed to stay neutral. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did y'all stay focused on the music during that East Coast, West Coast drama? Man, I, I think, um, you, you know, like the, the foundation we laid down and the, and the connection we made with our fans weren't only with our fans, it was also with our peers as well. You right. know what I'm saying? Because like when we came out, we, we, we came out from left field, something totally different. The, the world hadn't heard. So everybody was a fan of Bone. Like in the industry, we, we, we didn't really have no beefs except for the little beef we had with, you know, you know, twist or do a die or whatnot. And that fizzled mm -hmm. out real quick. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't we, we didn't we didn't really have no beefs with nobody because the way we moved we loved everybody. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like we, we we showed we we showed love to everybody and we didn't like we wasn't going to take any sides because we had nothing to do with that. We grown men, you know. I have I have friends today, you know what I'm saying? Once we used to be friends, we all used to be friends and they're not friends anymore, but I'm still cool with both of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because they beef and that has nothing to do with me. So that's how we played the situation here. Like Y'all beefing, but we got love for both of y'all, and they respected that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yes, indeed. Now, there's, there's definitely a lot of um, beef going on in the culture of music just nowadays with hip-hop. You know, there's, there's a lot of drama going on. You know, the, the average rapper actually don't even live very long in this game. So what kind of words of advice would you give to somebody that's in that industry that's dealing with that kind of beef or that violence? Man, you know, uh, like a lot of the, I, I, I just don't understand why everybody that gets into the rap industry, like, think they have think they have to present the hardcore image when a lot of them re it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's that stigma in order to you know what I'm saying? Like, in order to be a rapper, you got to have this chip on your shoulder. You got to roll with a million goons. You got to live that dangerous life. That's bullshit. Because right. if you think about it, the whole reason we struggled and strived and scratched and scraped to get out the hood is because we was tired of that shit. So how we gonna leave some, run from somewhere we was trying to run from only to bring that bullshit over into the next life that we trying to build for ourselves? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it gets even worse then because you're famous now. You ain't that dude only a few people know. The world knows you and you don't know who's trying to lick you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we gotta learn once we come from the streets, and it's hard for a lot of us, you know, coming from the street, because we we had to learn too. But we gotta learn to once we get this blessing, excuse my language, but it's fucked them streets. Them streets ain't done nothing for us but took our blood and took our lives. It ain't we we don't need to be loyal to the streets. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I mean, a lot of the times people get sucked into the industry as far as all of the influence that's going on. 
And on the Truth Talks podcast, we actually speak about that a lot. Um, in one of the episodes called Spirit of the World, you know, uh, can you elaborate a little bit about what that actually is and what kind of impact does that have on the culture? Man, the, 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 the spirit of the world is basically what everybody is following. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just like, if you notice, like, pe- 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 people like our people as a whole are followers. They look for some. They always look for something to follow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's like that's why the messages that's put out there is so important because you put the wrong message out there. You got an idiot out here putting the wrong message and he's gaining followers. That could mean catastrophe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? The spirit of the world is. It's a, it's a, it's a certain behavior that, that, that everybody gravitates towards. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's not God's spirit. It's, it's, it's totally opposite of God's spirit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the spirit of the world. Everything that God says do, the world says don't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, 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 it's like who you going to follow? Man has shown us that many bloops and blunders, and they still can't get it right. God has been blemish-free. So I know who I'm following. Absolutely. Um, God is the very meaning of perfection, you know. Exactly. exactly. If we need to follow anybody, it's definitely that guy, you know. And when I'm looking at the music industry nowadays, man, it's, it's trending, this imagery, you know, that's what they like to call it, imagery. You know, um, all of this stuff is trending. And with the spirit of the world the way it is, what's your take on the so-called imagery in the music business? You know, man, um, now yeah, it's, 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 it's real foul because it's like the brothers, you know, they, they, they've always, we got, we, we got to admit it. it I, don't, I don't care if you're the hardest MC, even the best of them, they done got us up. They done pimped us all. I don't care what, what artist you is, how tough you around here talking. Nigga, you, you done been pimped in this industry. We've right. been first they. They, 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 you know what I'm saying? They, they love the, uh, the gangster music. And you know what I'm saying? They, they it's like, they just want to see us gangsters, thugs and pimps. Now we getting into the more feminine aspect of the game where they want to see niggas in skirts and, you know what I'm saying? Blouses and stuff like that. And like, what's that song? We're not going to take it. <laughs> you right. Know what I'm <laughs> We ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't wrapped from that cloth, man. And, and, and I'm not trying to offend nobody, but like, if, like I say, if God said wrong, says it's wrong, that's who I'm rolling with. I don't care what these human beings say. If Amen. God says it's wrong, that's what it is. And that's what we have to follow. You know what I'm saying? And all this imagery, you look at the female rappers. When the last time you saw a female rapper with some clothes on, man, it's like we teaching our young men how to disrespect women. And we teaching our young women how to be disrespected. You hear what I'm saying? It's like, you know right. what I'm saying? Because like you got they gotta understand, like, you know what I'm saying? There's a place and a time for that kind of attire, but that's not how all women dress. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's that. And then you know, women women complain about being harassed when they dress like that, but it's like you have to understand when you dress like that, you may think there's nothing wrong with it, but in this world that we live in, in this corrupt perverted world we live in you're not attracting men you're attracting predators 
and perverts. That's what Absolutely. you attract. That's what you attracting. So you can't be mad when you, you know, when you out here wearing the stuff and these predators and perverts is putting up on you, disrespecting you. For right. real. That's like if I'm walking down the street in the hood with my Ben Davis khakis on and my pillow in and my beanie, what the police gonna think I am? A gangbanger. And they gonna always harass me. Real talk. It's almost scary to be honest with you, man, only because the next generation coming up, I look at the way the world works. It's, it's like in 10 year increments. So like what they initiate today is actually for the generation coming, you know, 10 years down the line, you know, that next, that next group of people that's get, being born. And when they see the world, they're going to be seeing things for the first time and the rules that they change today will impact their tomorrow. So yeah. When, when they grow up in the world where, you know, they don't have the same morals and values that previous generations have had and the values that they're born with is that you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be and there's no standards. Is there a problem with that, with that mentality? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The, 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 the problem with Americans, man, with our country is... We've been brainwashed that these people can give us a freedom they don't even attain themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, and it's like, man, the, 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 every, every, everything, the, I mean, we talk about this all the time on our show, man. You know what I'm saying? And the whole thing, I'm, I'm going to go, like, going back to this, um, what is the AI rapper? And oh I, yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I just did a, I just did like an interview, like TMZ pulled up on me. I did an interview, and they was asking me about this, and and you know, um, like it's 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 just funny to me that Capitol Records, and you know they they decided to drop this character after he was using the N word, and they say he was using all the hip hop stereotypes of black people, and, and you know, and it wasn't cool. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh yeah. How many real rappers you got signed to your label that you doing this to? You ain't dropped them? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They keeping the cycle going. I mean, it's I, intentional. It's intentional. They knew what they was doing. So why, you know what I'm saying? They they got real humans over there they doing it too. But they going to drop right. that and think, you know, oh, yeah, we came below our cover, so let's drop him before it gets too deep. Right. That's all it be, man. Like real talk. That's so true, man. Um, you know, when I see stuff like that, it's kind of like a reminder of the world we're living in, the condition of the world. I feel like I don't care if it's AI or just cartoons in general. I feel like that's personally directed at the youth. I feel like exactly. that's really for the kids coming up to exactly. look up to. That's exactly who it's for. They know it's what like they do. Like a direct attack. Yeah, they know what they do. Like, and... and, and that's who they know who to go to it to. They they take it to the young generation. For real. Now, this young generation we're talking about, when they when they want to become a music artist nowadays in the industry, with all the experience you've got being a part of it, you know, uh, what advice would you give to that person that's trying to get in the industry but not let the industry change who they are? Man, you know, um, keep it 100 with you, they got this industry so locked down 
if you're trying to be a star, you have no other, you have no other, uh, no other option but to go through the machine, the muscle, the monster. If you bold enough to go through it, you think you got tough skin, you'll come out on the other side unscathed and unscarred. Uh, you won't, but but you may live. You may survive. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's you. The most important thing, man, is education. It's like Absolutely. we all, most of the artists get into this game in hip hop, get into this industry fresh off the streets, don't know nothing about the music industry, and they know that. They know mm -hmm. niggas desperate. Niggas want to get on. We want to get out to the streets, and they know we will do anything on that first contract. That's how they sucker a lot of us in. And once Absolutely. they do it. Once they do that, you're done. And is it true that uh, rappers are worth more dead than alive? That's that's how they, that's how they're trying to make it. Rapper just murdered, or right. rapper went to rapper arrested for murder. So it stacks all this negativity up on the genre and makes it look like it's just going to shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's all playing. It's all playing. I agree with that 100%. Now, um, on an interview uh, I read about you with Vice, you know, there was a mention of you speaking about, like, Ouija board. Um, now, for a person that is not familiar with what that is, you know, um, with your experience with the Ouija board, why do you choose to stay away from it? Like, what is your reason for staying away from that and, um, and what would you tell to somebody that's curious about it? The, re the number one reason I choose to stay away from it is because our creator, God, says to stay away from these things. They're dangerous. Right. And, you know, what people don't know is these things really work because the devil is behind these things. Um, what is legacy to you, man? I mean, you're literally like a living legend right now. So what does legacy mean to you? Um, in the, uh, from the point of view of someone that's actually a living legend, man, you know, I don't, you know, I don't really like, you know, what I'm saying lately, I don't even like to use the word legend to label myself or legacy or nothing like that because, you know, really what we, what we do here as humans is really, really, really not that important. But I will say, I, I would love to just, just be remembered as. Somebody that helped a lot of people, man, just like through music, through like whatever form of charity I did and just, you know, the positive mark that we, that I myself and the group has left on the world. And the many people that told us that we saved their lives, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's more than any accolade you could ever receive for sure. So that's what it's all about. Are you currently living in a fixer upper and you're looking for the right company that you can trust with over 35 years of experience? and you're located in Columbus, Ohio, well, listen up. I got the perfect guys for you. Fraley's Custom Painting, LLC. Make sure you check them out. If you need some new tile, you just want to revamp the look in your home. This is the people to go with. I'm trying to tell you they're honest, they love, and the people that they work with, their customers, they treat them right. Make sure you go check them out on Instagram. I mean, just look at this work that they do. The work literally shows 
their proof and their work ethic. I can see it all over when I'm looking at these videos. I'm looking at the work that they do, the start and the finish is unbelievable. Like, where are you right now? Go tap in with Fraley's Custom Painting LLC if you're in the Columbus, Ohio area. They are the official sponsors of this episode of King Legend Talk. much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.